rhythm, feel the rhyme, give it up, it's podcast time, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Miles Offside podcast, where we talk a little bit of football and a whole lot of nonsense. Your main man, the best one, your favourite, the people's champion, Chucky Bailey, right mm. here, and sure. with me, superist of producerists, Mr. Ian Stimson. Ian, welcome to uh, the podcast. You've supered me back, which is good, because uh, yeah. you, you can see that I've actually pressed record this time, and it's just me and you. So yeah, but you great, say great. I can see it. You say I can see it. I can't see that. Oh, you can't. I didn't. I thought that was. I thought that was available to everyone. Okay, no, fine. But I feel like that's good because it means you have checked this time. Well, I'm time. staring hard at it, and it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you. You just focus completely on that for the next uh, <laughs> yeah. x number of minutes. Um, Nothing and else. We will do stuff there. Um, for those of you that are um, rejoining us thank you it is lovely to have you back we are down one person this week um sadly uh, oscar has dealt with a loss in his family so he won't be with us but we wish him all the very best we send you all of our love my man uh, and wish that you and your family are well at this less than preferable time um as such, I won't uh, attempt to do <coughs> rapid, rapid, rapid fair news. Um, but we did want to touch on one thing briefly um, without getting too bogged down with it. The kind of news story that's dominated most of football um, is kind of to do with uh, obviously sexual and domestic violence. And we just wanted to take the opportunity as ever to remind all of our um listeners that a those that are are worried scared um uh, need someone to talk to about this situation we are always available and in general men um be better we all need to be better we all need to acknowledge this be it in comments that are made around us in passing um certain behaviors that we allow because oh it's a bit of banter and you know the environments that we perhaps create um that allow these kind of things to develop and become very public. Um, it is obviously very shocking what has been released and obviously subsequently deleted pending police investigations and arrests, etc. And, uh, you know, it's it's not acceptable um, at all. We've, in, in what way we can help, we've donated um, all of our money from Patreon this month to Refuge, um, the charity that deal with um, sexual and domestic violence against women. Um, and other forms of support there in, in what little way we can do, um, A, to shine a light on it through our podcast, and B, give a little bit back. Yeah, because what you said is right there, Chuck, that men have got to be better. And this is, and specifically, it's, you know, when you're talking about a, and we're not uh, making any uh, specific allegations, obviously, but everyone knows what was what, what came out. When you're talking about a young man, there's never not any red flags in that situation, is there? You you know, we, we all have to be better at recognising things that, as you say, might have been passed off as banter in the past and, and, and really shouldn't be. So, yeah, we all need to be better at mm-hmm. recognising that and calling it out and uh, not normalising behaviour because then uh, hopefully we can get somewhere where these things are, are called out much quicker and uh, don't escalate to certain points. So, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um, so, anyway, uh, moving on from that, uh, not to try and do too much of a of a of a one eighty on here, but we're we're here to talk about football, the good side of football. There and hasn't been any football. There hasn't been any football for years. Uh, excuse me, FA Cup. 
Thank oh, you yeah, very much. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, okay. You know, I'll, I'll, oh, there hasn't right. been a Premier League. Oscar's not here this week, so we will talk about the magic of the cup. And uh, <laughs> let's have a little check-in on um, uh, Posh Island as well. I think there might be a Venn diagram there. Uh, did Peterborough do a bit of a right? <laughs> well, yeah, we, we beat QPR um, 2-0. Uh, with our only two shots on target, which seems Lovely. to be <laughs> yeah, absolutely so shit house to win there, and uh, we we drew Man City at home, so we're we're gonna yeah, we're gonna be playing Man City, we're gonna get tonked by Man City eleventy nil. How do you actually feel about it? Because I both rounds now that all the mop teams are again through uh, to the fifth round with Palace yeah. um, beating Hartlepool, Chelsea beating Plymouth. And obviously, like you said before, Posh going through against QPR. How do you feel about getting Man City? Is there a little bit of you that's enjoying going to watch them play? Well, Because you're going to go, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll go. So, I mean, I, I don't know. It's We don't need a cup run, although it would be good to get a feel-good cup run. But also, what is a cup run when you're in the championship and you get to the fifth round? We've won two games. That's yeah, not you're, basically, you're basically <laughs> League One, though. Wait, let's face it. <laughs> well, steady on. We'll get there. I'm sure we'll get there. But uh-huh. um, uh, yeah, I don't, I, I'm just quite. I'm quite happy. It's a big team. It's a shame it wasn't Chelsea or Palace because I think we were watching the draw simultaneously, weren't we? And uh, oh, and and you, and we came. We were the first games, basically, weren't we? Yeah, as well. yeah. I Luton think we Chelsea the, was the first. Luton first Chelsea one was first. That gets that gets Oscar out of the way. Then it was Palace at home, and I was sitting in the living room going, Peter, 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 Peter. Yeah. Sadly, yeah. you know, we got Stoke. Oh, well, we'll just have to go through <laughs> to the quarterfinals. And then Peter next ball, like you say, and, oh. and then followed by Man City. So, yeah, I think it'll be good. It'll be it'll be nice to take Finn and possibly see some uh, stars that he's seen on telly before play. Um, but, yeah, I mean, ultimately, we don't we don't need to be in the FA Cup. We would, we're never going to win it, obviously. So it is just a distraction. So I'm perfectly happy to get City. Seems like a bit of fun. Yeah, I think so. I mean, shout outs, other kind of honourable mentions. Um, lots of the, the minnows kind of going ahead and then not managing it. Mm. Um, Kidderminster was, oh, that was so painful. They went ahead with a, a lovely goal. Um, against West Ham, and then West Ham pegged them back in extra time in the ninety and extra time in uh, extra time as well, added time in extra time. Sorry, um, <laughs> same Plymouth went ahead against Chelsea. Chelsea came back in extra time. Um, Fulham only lasted about thirty seconds, being ahead against Man City before they got <laughs> pumped four one. Norwich, Norwich won. Hmm. Hmm. That's doesn't seem like a thing that's real. Yeah, Huddersfield got through, Liverpool went through, Tottenham smashed Brighton, the mighty Nottingham Forest, uh, shout out Mark Daffin, patron, producer, all that <laughs> goodness. 4-1 against Leicester. They are in a troubling bit of form um, at the minute. And uh, Boreham Wood, Boreham Wood beating plucky little <laughs> Bournemouth. Um, lovely to see. And it was, um, yeah, did you did you manage to catch many of the games? Not, you know, we don't, we're not going to go into specific, but how yeah. are you feeling about the FA Cup? Has Peterborough getting through at least given you a bit more engagement in what happened in the last round? I mean, it, it, it's a bit of fun, isn't it? <laughs> That's, that it is, is what fun. It, I think it is fun. It seems, you know. Bit of fun. Well, I was almost upset Boreham would uh, got through because Peterborough would have been the lowest ranked team still in it if they hadn't. <laughs> <laughs> lovely little badge of honour. Um, but yeah, I think it is. I think it's great because you could see that Nottingham Forest were going to give um, Leicester a game before mm-hmm. before it even kicked off. You know, we we I think we were t- talking in the chat in the Slack and that and and saying this this 
could easily be an upset in inverted commas because of how poor Leicester have been. Brennan Rogers saying he's embarrassed about his his team's performance. Um, one of their fans going on and trying to beat up a couple of trying uh, to punch that. <laughs> What are you doing? Like, yeah, arrested, I'm assuming, having charges against him. Been charged, yeah, 19-year-old been charged with common assault, I think, yeah. Swag. Uh, We had other reports of people who knew there were friends in the area who, like Leicester fans, were trashing the place and, and, you know, being overly rowdy and, and, and smashing up places. And you're like... For fuck's sake, maybe we need to rethink our thing of Leicester being a good club and, and good people. And, and <laughs> it's well, yeah, it doesn't help, does it? It's fucking everywhere. Oh, because it's a local derby or whatever it is. Fuck off. Stop being a <laughs> Oh, no, now you've got to edit this. I just, <laughs> just right. got to see I, I was never going to just top and tail it and chuck it out. <laughs> uh, never mind. We're not as good as we thought. Uh, never mind. Um, but yeah, the magic of the cup definitely exists. It's, it's, it's only because... You know, Oscar supports Chelsea, and it's a it's a distraction rather like the tournament that they've gone off to at the minute. And mm-hmm. um, you know that they they see it like that. But as soon as they get into the semi-finals and finals, they want it the same as everyone else. Yeah, definitely. But I, I, I like it. It's just it's been it's just come at a funny time, hasn't it? The we, where we've got this big gap in the Premier League proceedings. Uh, if you play FPL, the longest game week in history because Burnley <laughs> Watford was added to the. To the schedule and but didn't kick Shock, off. Shock nil nil. Yeah, yeah, we're not discussing yeah, that say, one. Yeah, the worst sort of game ever. We're not discussing that one. Two clean no. sheets. Two clean sheets. Two nil nils for Burnley. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Sean Dice. Yeah, that's how you climb up out of the relegation zone, mate. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so yeah, great to have a bit of FA Cup. FA Cup action. I mean, for me, Palace, we didn't score a goal in a cup for about three and a half years um, <laughs> under Hodgson. So when we beat. Uh, it's exciting Millwall. tournament football, so it's anti-Hodgson. Then it, it was like, oh, we got Hartlepool, brilliant. Oh, maybe potential banana skin. Now, nah, four minutes in, that was 1-0. I was like, sweet, happy days. <laughs> Don't need done. to worry about that. But yeah, it, it would have been nice if there were a few more all-Premier League ties to see what can happen. I think you yeah. know we can get a max of seven Premier League teams through now to the, to the final eight. So, a bit of a shame, but, um, you know is what it is yeah it always you very rarely get a non-premier league team in the last sort of four anyway do you so it's, it all shakes out in the end despite yeah, people talking about weakened teams and everything it all no, shakes out no but it's about you know you, you look at Kiddy, Kidderminster against um, West Ham and that was just a just amazing like yeah. even though they were a bit you know, destitute, that's not the word. Uh, maybe, I don't know, it's the pyramid. Um, you know, they were heartbroken. Declan Rice doesn't give a shit. Um, one all in 90-something minutes. Start doing a Michael Jackson impression in front of your fans. Why not? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Weak. But, you know, that's that's why we enjoy football and, uh, and the fun of it. Uh, speaking of cups, uh, we'll give a shout-out, big shout-out to the winners of AFCON, Senegal. Senegal uh, won on penalties against Egypt. Um, Mo Salah didn't get the chance to take a penalty. Uh, they put him fifth. And I'll never understand that. Never understand. They did it for every penalty shootout that Egypt had, which was about 18, I think. I, yeah, they, they had so many. But, like, <laughs> I don't know what your thoughts about this, but because there's, like, there's some sort of science against, you know, where you play people and whatever. Yeah. But have your best penalty taker, in my mind, first or third? Because, like, no matter what, they will take a penalty. That seems important, yeah. Because, <laughs> like, third is, like, the make-or-break time. If two people have missed before you, or, like, that's when it can turn. And, and uh, you know, they'd missed two 
and and Mane took the the winner uh, to make it four two, and then you know your best penalty taker doesn't get the chance, and you just look a bit of a bit of a mug, really. <laughs> yeah, it is it is odd tactics that I think, like like you say, you you have to make absolutely sure they they take a penalty. I mean, this has happened to he must not be named as well, hasn't it? Mm. It's and. Uh, if you've seen it happen a few times in big tournaments, you just sort of think, well, why? Why would you do that? Just get you. In my, in my view, I know what you're saying about third, and I, I heard something earlier about someone saying first and fourth are the most important statistically. Okay, uh, I'm not sure who's done that, but yeah. Um, but it's like, I just, yeah, I just don't understand why you wouldn't play them first. Just get you know, if you've got your best penalty taker, you've got the biggest chance of scoring, get that first green dot on the board. You know, I just don't, I don't understand any other thought to it, to be honest. But there, there you go. I mean, it wasn't a thrilling final. Nil-nil. Yeah. And mm. some, uh, the, some of the games have not been great at the, at the AFCON, but um, it, it was a, it was a fun, fun ending. And, uh, you know, Mane, Mane's redemption with his penalty, because yeah, I must admit, I, when I saw him uh, walking up, I was like, "He's he's going to miss this." Well, he I missed just, one in about the seventh minute. Yeah, or something, and very, I, very I just thought on. he had the he had the fear, but the clearly fear. wrong because he uh, he smashed it. But Dundee um, goals, Dundee did what gets paid many many thousands of pounds to do. Absolutely, from yeah. twelve yards out. Uh, but yeah, so, good story for Senegal though, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Um, lovely, lovely to have a Palace player in there, uh, Cheku Kiarte, yeah. even though he's probably gone by the end of the season. Um, in there. Getting uh, the win for Afcon as well it would have been nicer probably if it was Zaha, but at least you get um, a player in there. So that kind of uh, summarises a couple of the cups. Uh, the main kind of other bit that we wanted to talk about and kind of get into a bit is uh, the transfer window. The January transfer window slammed, slammed shut, has slammed to, shut, um, has to. Uh, whatever his name is, Jim White is contractually obliged to never. Gently close doors. Um, <laughs> His wife is furious. Furious. Always slamming doors. Next door neighbours setting off car alarms. For fuck's sake, Jim. Just shut Jim. the door quietly. No need, Jim. No need, Jim, with your gold tie. Fucking hell. Um, so we kind of grouped together teams, as it were, um, to kind of go through these, because we're not going to do our usual thing of grading, but just kind of highlighting what we what we think might have been some bad decisions, uh, some good decisions, some really weird ones, and ones that just aren't worth fucking talking about, Brighton. Um, <laughs> so group it, grouping the first ones together, uh, we have got our teams who signed no one, effectively, because uh, they've either signed people just for their youth teams or they've loaned them straight back. Uh, we have... Arsenal, Chelsea, Leeds United, Leicester City, Manchester City, Manchester United, Norwich, City and West Ham. Now, I guess some of them you can kind of see. City signed uh, a the, the next Aguero, basically, and loaned him back uh, in, in Argentina. Uh, I can't remember his name now and I can't scroll down that far. Um, but are there any teams there that you kind of think probably should have signed someone... Well, I think there's a couple, yeah, to be honest. I mean, Arsenal. Arsenal. <laughs> Arsenal. Arsenal. <laughs> well, I would have said that they maybe, pre- previous to the transfer, when it didn't, weren't desperate to do business, but when they offloaded who they offloaded, then you need to get some replacements in. And it felt like that just that didn't happen at all. Abamyang to Barcelona. Abamyang to Barcelona. <laughs> it- 
tore up the contract by mutual consent, has gone to Barcelona hardly earning anything for the first year so that they can yep. so that he can actually play for them after then he will then go on to a massive bumper salary probably more than he was earning at Arsenal um <laughs> when Barcelona definitely sort out their financial problems Jesus sure 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 Christ. yeah of course learn from your mistakes um i think it's it's <laughs> cast against the the background of we can't play fixtures because we haven't got enough players. Mm. And then you get rid of, I mean, notable ones, Ainsley Maitland-Niles, uh, Kalasinac, Pablo Mari, Callum Chambers. Mari did never recover from that game, did he? <laughs> which game was that? Which... I can't remember who it was, but uh, it's, oh, which player was it who absolutely had him on toast all game? <laughs> and he just oh. it's basically retired him. I'll, I'll, I'll Google it. <laughs> Adam, if you, Adam, if you can sort us out later, and uh, that'll be great. We'll probably get in touch before we send this out, and just uh, Ian will insert in a player's name there. Yeah, but yeah, and then not signing anything. I mean, I mean, I don't have a problem with with getting rid of a Bamiyang because uh, it felt like the relationship had fine and broken it's, down. Yeah, and, and they they saved themselves something like twenty five million quid in wages. Yeah, so that's. That's pretty good. I think I think that was almost a best case scenario for getting rid of a player like that. So, return question. I will uh, return the serve to you. Do you think they spend that money wisely? Well, they haven't because they haven't done anything. Oh, well, yeah, I, I, no, I don't think they do. I don't know. It's a lack of plan, it seems like. It, the, the, this all happened as well quite late in the window and it just... Yeah, I just don't. I don't. It's, it's a really surprising one when Arsenal felt like they were kicking on from such a bad early season, and it felt like a bit of momentum. Maybe it just who have they got as strikers now? Um, um, Lacazette and, 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 and Ketia. Eddie and Ketia. Yeah, who apparently we keep bidding for and they keep rejecting. It's like just take the hint, please. Just leave him. <laughs> leave him there. <laughs> I just yeah I think it's a bit of a bit of a weird one because I think they they were possibly in an upward trajectory and I just think that might have stalled it a little bit. Mm. I wonder if it because you know it's a rebuild and a project and you're like four years in are you still just clearing the decks to yeah. try and build towards a summer maybe where they're going to Bring in more people. I mean, I, I don't know. You, you know, I'm, I'm not an expert in Arsenal and, and the way they are. I know they do have a very good academy, but yeah, it just feels a bit mm, need depth, need some depth. Um, otherwise, I mean, Leicester didn't sign anyone. Leeds, Leeds, again, loads of injuries. No players haven't signed anyone for donkey's years. Um, mm. Are we a bit worried about them? If, you know their performance this year hasn't been great in general, and now you know they had no defenders at one point, no central defenders, and no strikers. Yeah, playing <laughs> then 15, just... 16 year olds on the bench. Uh, Bielsa does what he wants. He does oh. what he wants. On ons, Marcelo Bielsa, he does what he wants. I, I, he really does. I just don't. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I'm not sort of criticising. I, I because I think the fact that they've um, kept uh, Phillips, Rafinha. I think is is yeah, great because true. there would have been people sniffing around them. Um, I think West Ham might have put put relatively late bids in, but um, obviously Bamford's been injured, so he he's another one who maybe people would have been sniffing around if he'd have been if he'd have been fit. But this this injury seems to be just lasting forever for Bamford. Mm. So I'm I, I don't know whether to criticise or not because I think keeping those players is is very is very good. I think I think if they'd have lost Rafinha. 
I think they could have been in, in real trouble. And, and you know, he, he, I'm fairly certain he'll be sold over summer. Yeah, there was but, talk of Bayern that were, were looking at him as well and those kind of rumours came in that they, they were going to go for him because I, I don't think he's got much left on his contract. But Yeah, we have to assume that Leeds are going to have a better second half of the season than they've had. It's been, I mean, they they've need been to. ravaged. They need yeah. to. They're 17th, but, uh, yeah, uh, 16th, sorry, by underlying numbers. Right. Which is not Leeds' usual MO, no, is it? Their XG differential per 90 is minus 0.48. Um, and for context, Burnley's is minus 0.52. So there's a 0.04 goal mm. per game difference between them and Burnley. And Burnley have two games in hand on them. And so, yeah, yeah worried, worried. Um, yeah. Otherwise, I mean, Man United, no one cares. West Ham probably should have bought a striker. And Norwich, hmm. Well, just I just find Norwich a bit odd again. Just Campwell, like I don't know what's happened there. There must be something behind the scenes because he was a really decent player for him, and then he wasn't getting picked. Um... He, he had quite a long injury, I think, towards the tail end of their championship season last year, right? And then this year, and then never just got picked or never did anything. It's it's a weird one that I just I think, mm. think he was he's quite a talent, but just and to to go to Bournemouth. I mean, I would have thought, again, I would have thought a Premier League team would have been in for him, but to, to loan him to Bournemouth... Anyway, I don't know. It's funny, It's funny, Tricky. isn't it, the swings? Because remember when Todd Cantwell was going to go to like one of the biggest clubs for X amount of money, and you also had, a few years ago, Man United were bidding like £50 million for Longstaff at Newcastle. Um, right. And, you know, Cantwell has just gone to Bournemouth and Longstaff has just gone on loan to Mansfield. <laughs> It's yeah. Some scouts are just having a laugh, aren't they? Yeah, it's just it's just money in it. Just yes, <laughs> spunk it, whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, so there we go. Um, our next so kind of those are the boring ones, aren't they? The ones that those are the boring ones. Well, these these are also then teams that you know they're only kind of one step up. Um, Brighton, no one gives a shit. They sign a load of players that you've never heard of, and then like ninety percent of them disappear without you ever hearing of them. Uh, so it's irrelevant. <laughs> Um, Southampton made Willy Caballero permanent. That's what you need. Um, and Wolves signed three players, loaned two of them back, but of course they kept the uh, Portuguese player in keeping with their yeah. standards, their way of going. Uh, I mean, I'm fine with that. I think Wolves have been really good this season. I think Southampton, for where they are, probably aren't improving much. Yeah. Um, Wolves losing Traore to Oh to yeah, Barcelona. that kind of beefy boy. Beefy oh. boy. Was a hundred percent going to Spurs. Yeah, that yeah. was the that was a chat, weren't it? But Yeah, now he's been loaned to Barcelona. Or no, did they buy him? No, it's a loan, it is a loan, but is I, a think, loan. I think there might be a, a buy clause, clause. clause to buy, yeah. Um yeah, I just he wasn't even as I said to you when we talked about him possibly going to Spurs. And I was a bit sort of negative on it in there, saying he doesn't even get in Wolves' team all the time. Oh, just go Barcelona, mate. Why not? Why go not? Go Barcelona, do whatever the fuck you want. I think because he's a Darmatraya, is obviously a Spain international, and there was also talk of Morata going to Barcelona, and mm. I, I genuinely think the Spanish FA is trying to fund getting as many Spanish players back to Barca so that they all play together and they have Xavi, and then they can do another two or three international tournament wins in a row. That's my conspiracy. Hot take. Hot so, take. I mean, based, based on the fact we've talked about t these teams that have done nothing or, or virtually nothing, mm -hmm. uh, we haven't mentioned um, Palace yet. Is there any Palace. any particular joyous things happening there? You made Mateta 
permanent, didn't you? Yeah, made Mateta permanent. There was a lot of weird things about that. About he had we had an obligation to buy after X amount of starts, or or people weren't sure if it was appearances or whatever. So he was an eighteen month loan, and so rather than whatever the obligation was at about fifteen million, I think we signed him for eight million. Okay, um, which I think for a twenty four year old Premier League Smart who's business, probably yeah. going to be a the second third choice striker, it's not that's not too bad loaned one player for an academy and then the the other one we we bought and loaned back was uh, one of the derby players um a striker who's come through this year called Luke Plange Plange maybe i don't know um but we basically we had to get special dispensation because derby weren't allowed to sign any players which included they couldn't get anyone back on loan huh. um so effectively we've bought him for a million loaned him back and we're paying all of his wages for this year to kind of help out some of Derby's horrific We're helping debt. out Derby for? We're helping out everyone, mate. We <laughs> like, so we had the thing with Derby there and obviously to make it fair and because there was, there were some other players that just went. Um, so their owners were kind of appreciative of it. Then Hartlepool, um, we funded their, because there weren't any, um, it wasn't on TV or anything like that because it was in the three o'clock blackout. We funded all of their travel down, subsidised it, um, oh, yeah, gave them yeah. 5,000 tickets. And we then, the Hartlepool manager, Graham uh, Graham Lee, I feel like his name is, his wife is is quite ill. And um, apologies, I don't know the specifics of it. And was basically fundraising on, on, a, on a GoFundMe uh, kind of page and needed about, for, for all of her medications for a year, was about £60,000. Um, it got passed around Palace's Twitter and it went from ten grand to over the 60 in in a, in a matter of days. Um, oh, nice. So just something that, that shine a light on a little bit and, and really proud of, of the work and the support that, that my club's given and, and to show that, you know, we care when, when there's a lot of stuff going on. Not That's not to say that other clubs don't do that kind of stuff, but... You know, it's, no, it's Palace are doing really well nice with that sort of thing, aren't they? I saw something about them as well. Uh, is there some initiative about them uh, helping pl- academy players who have been uh, yeah. uh, been dropped or whatever? To, yeah, to so we're of... the first ones that are going to offer any players that don't basically get through. Um, there's going to be, I think it's up to three years of support yeah uh, and those kind of things because it because it can be quite a lot i think we've we've all known uh, as much as we don't know you know high level and elite sports we probably went to school with someone that 100 yeah that was in that thing and you remember like never seeing them i mean i i had one guy one guy in my year played rugby for ireland under 19s and another mm. guy captained england under 17s at cricket i think something like that and they were just never in school like you, yeah. you never saw them. And so they get such a disjointed life and it's so much about sport, 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 sport. But then if that doesn't happen, it, it, it's not just a, a practical kind of side, but then the emotional kind of side. So, yeah, it's really, really nice on top of the the work they're doing with the players and academy to, to have that and supporting hmm. young people, especially in South London, to have to have an opportunity. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah definitely. So, Thanks um, for bringing that up. I forgot. forgot no worries. That, so. Um, so back to the transfer window. Then we've gone through those teams that have not done a lot. So just transfer window uh, widely. Was it? Do you think it was um, a disappointing one or not disappointing one? Because I don't know whether spending money is a good thing. But like it, it felt a bit January's low weird. key to me. 
It did. Spending, but spending was like one of the records. Yeah. Um, it was mostly driven by Newcastle, who we'll get on to later, um, obviously. <laughs> well, I, think, I think 10% of the money spent was on Chris Wood. Over the whole window, 10% of that money was Chris Wood. Uh, yes, you are correct. Yes, it was. It was about 250-odd million, and he was 25 million. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? What it's fucking... insane. But we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah, I think January in general is a weird one, that like not a lot happens and teams only really dip in if they need to i mean yeah. there are almost certainly big signings in there um virgil van dyke comes to mind as being like a, a a january signing and obviously liverpool as well um signed luis diaz who uh, is kind of you're looking at replacing sadio mane ish um position wise well the guy's 25 i mean that's a that's a great one uh, for the next, you know, six six years, isn't it? That's a that's a really good sign. You know, yeah, and they came they came very close to getting Fabio Carvalho from Fulham, who yeah. I'm sure our Fulham contingent listeners shout out Sofia Gold Gold. You're not doing that, okay? Um, <laughs> this will get cut out. Uh, and of course, he scored after two minutes against Man City um, in the FA Cup as well, and he's 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 been pretty phenomenal. So I wouldn't be surprised, even though he. I think he ends up, his contract expires. So yeah, they, like can, they can do something on a pre-contract now, yeah. Yeah, but you never know if another club now now comes in. Yeah, that opens um, it up, he's definitely it? going. We can mention players, and we kind of will with these two teams that we've grouped together now, but a um, couple of uh, new managers, new old mm. managers, one kind of new, very old, very, very, very old, and uh, one new, <laughs> old. Um, Everton. Everton football club mm-hmm. i allow yourself a few minutes listeners to ponder what is an everton <laughs> what what are everton you get very philosophical and existential sometimes chuck and i enjoy it a, a mess like they're <laughs> manchester united without as much money they yeah, budget value luca Dina was sold because he was falling out with rafa benitez who was then fired a few days later to then have Luca Dina assist the goal that helped to beat Everton um, and then get rid of him and you bring in Lampard. Uh, well, no. Oh, bloody hell, I forgot about this. You had the, the guy, the guy, the guy, you know, the guy, Vitor oh, Pereira. Yes. We briefly mentioned him, didn't we? He had a private interview with Everton and then <laughs> after all the Everton fans said they didn't want him, went public on Sky Sports. Pops off to Sky Sports news, To yeah. give a fucking public interview. Seriously, listen to it if you can find it. Oh, it was so bizarre. Absolute prime time. I'm, I'm sort of time. upset he's not going to be in the Premier League having seen that sort of uh, instant chaos. Just, yeah. yeah. And then they get in Lampard, like, I don't get what they're trying to achieve ever. Um, you know, it's nice to have him back in a job, sure. But should he be in a Premier League club, that a, a team that needs shoring up defensively? I don't think so. Um, they'll probably get a bit of a bounce uh, coming off the back of Rafa. And, you know, they they beat, who is it, Brentford 4-1 uh, yeah, in the cup, yeah. which, which is quite big. But it's just just weird. And, and I think it's... It's summed up perfectly in the fact that they signed Donny van der Beek and Deli Alley on deadline day. It's fuzzy thinking all round, isn't it? I mean, I think you you might be right about that there might be a bounce, uh, but I don't know. Well, what are Everton's fixtures like in the next few? Let's have a look. 
They've Newcastle like leads Southampton, so they've got a, they've got a nice few. The bounces now, to, yeah, for Lampard to settle in. Um, but as you say, yeah, he feels like the wrong manager to fix the problems they've got. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, I, we said before, getting rid of Dean, you just just seems ridiculous. It's I've, mad. I, uh, and the, the players they've bought in, uh, 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 what's his name, Mikel Mikelenko. Mikelenko. Yeah. yeah. The the one game I, I saw him in. Uh, before the break, uh, he w- he did not look comfortable at all. And when you're getting rid of uh, a player like Dina and thinking that you're going to replace like for like, one, of, one of the most creative fullbacks in yeah. the league over the yeah. last few years uh, since he's been a, in. a fantastic player and got got his problems certainly with discipline and things, some on pitch discipline. But uh, a great fullback, and it's just it's it's going to be an interesting one, um, Lampard and. Uh, I I wonder whether when they face Villa, whether Lampard and Gerrard will be able to manage in the same pitch together. That's yeah. a, it's a little Lampard Gerrard <laughs> joke. It's a, everyone's oh, done it. Oh, everyone's I wonder how it. many times we'll hear those. Um, what, but what about? I mean, Donny Van der Beek out in the cold completely from Man United. Um, Palace were close to getting him. Even at even at Palace, it was like that would be really nice, but we kind of don't need him. It would just be like poor when those signings. No one needs him. <laughs> I mean, he's going to go to Everton and he's going to be, I reckon, he's, certainly to start with, he's probably going to be watching um, Delhi play. But yeah, well, uh, Everton could all of a sudden re- start trying to resurrect careers. I mean, they've got Van der Beek in on loan and then they bought Delhi Ali permanently mm-hmm. in a deal that's worth up to £50 million. It's £10 million once he makes 20 appearances for them, which I think that part of it, that's quite smart. That's, yeah. you know, if he plays 20 times, he might not. 10 million to Spurs, fine. But then, like, all the other add-ons could make mm. it 50 million quid for Deli Alley. They love spending money. They love it. He needs to resurrect his career. So, um, someone who will soon need uh, resurrecting, uh, both right. manager and club, is Watford, uh, because Hodgson's going to die soon. Um, <laughs> Fucking so- hell. <laughs> oh, how old is he? Uh, 70... 88, surely, if he's a day. I mean, he's just so old. Um, Watford, what did Watford do? I mean, what is a Watford? Is, I, is another I question. I don't Jesus. mind saying... Hodgson is 74, by the way. I don't okay. mind saying that I laughed my fucking ass off when I saw that Watford had Hodgson because... Because A, because they signed a load of players claiming to back Ranieri, then got rid of him straight away. A load of players who, I'm not going to lie, I know nothing about, but they signed a shitload of players in the summer that we knew nothing about. And I believe, Ian, you said, yep, I know about them. They're fucked. Um, (laughs) Verbatim, go back and listen. But we now get the usual churned out oh we know what we'll get from a Roy Hodgson team he'll sort them out defensively he fucking won't um, and they won't score any goals um, it's just fuck get rid of them oh. yeah yeah I, th- I mean obviously their managerial appointment is a is a try and keep him in the division but I, I think it might be pissing in the wind um, so I mean I don't want to talk about Watford anymore cool. uh, ever so, um, who else have we got then? So, we, we go into a different uh, category now. A different kind of category. The stuff that's just a bit more notable, not necessarily for uh, outrageous positives or whatever, but just some stuff that might be noteworthy. I mean, I, I think the team that bafflingly 
keep somehow finding a load of money. Um, Aston Villa in getting in Coutinho and Luca Dina was 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 pretty smart business. Um, Callum Chambers in really good window, really good. I yeah. think uh, losing Matt Target is absolutely fine. Um, and then if they got in, I mean, yeah, Dina as we said, Luca Dina and buy. Coutinho, they Coutinho. Yeah. You know, you, even uh, Chambers, getting Chambers in from Arsenal, I can see why as a squad depth thing. That's mm-hmm. that's fine by me. I think that's. Uh, I think it's really good. I think they've uh, solidified their position as a sort of top, top half table. Maybe they are trying to go for that seventh, that last Europe spot. You know, I said before, yeah. I didn't really get why Coutinho in isolation till the end of the season worked but, to necessarily promote them to the to the next level, but... They're not that far off. Um, You you know, we all know what can happen in this league. So, yeah, I think that's great business. They just keep spending money. I I wonder what their summer now looks like. Um, Since, you know, they got the Grealish money in. They spent all the Grealish money and then some in the summer to then spend money again here. Maybe sign Coutinho on a permanent in the summer. Um, I know Barcelona would probably push for that, so they've got a bit of a, an advantage there because they need to clear funds so they can pay Aubameyang. Gerard's doing fine. Improve the squad a bit more. Get to get to that level. I guess the next one that's kind of noteworthy is we get Christian Eriksen returning yeah. to Brentford. Uh, not returning to Brentford, returning to the Premier League, but for Brentford. Um, lots of Danish links there, and uh, just just a nice story all round. Really, I think it's. Um, it's the kind of thing where if if medically he's been cleared, Brentford are the are the level of a club that you know you can happily take a punt on on a player like Christian Eriksen and um, give him a chance and potentially reap some massive benefits. Yeah, I mean this just feels like one that works for everyone, doesn't it? Uh, Eriksen will be uh, a real positive, even um, if he doesn't immediately hit the ground running, which we can't really expect. He's been a long time out, although apparently he's been keeping himself very fit, according to reports. Yeah, um, which you would expect because his his end game is to play in the World Cup. Um, this just feels like something that work, works for everyone because he'll be a positive in the dressing room. Apparently, the players are absolutely pumped that they've got someone like him. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, I think it, it just doesn't have really many downsides. I think the you know Brentford. We've talked about the sort of money ball thing, and 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 this is outside of their usual way of doing things. You know, they don't usually go for a big star. You know that this no, is di- this is different. Never been in, they've never been in the position to, have they? You know, no, they've done, no. they, they they did very smart things. They went a bit left field with completely getting rid of their academy and bringing in the B team, and then you know they've sold. Yeah, they churned out more pay. They churned out Ollie Watkins, Side Ben Rama, all came through there. If you look at their conversion for 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 signings over the last few years, it's it's in the hundreds of millions of profit. Mm. And so now, you know, they they get into the Premier League. They look better, albeit they're having a wobble, and their manager is clearly medically insane uh, <laughs> at the minute. But then, you know, it puts them in the position that yeah. You can you can get Christian Eriksen in, and it's like that that feels good. It feels right. Definitely, definitely. I think it's a it's a good move mm-hmm. all round. Yeah, really, really nice to have him back after everything. I know he couldn't play in Italy anymore because of the rules, and you know yeah. that's that's neither here nor there. That's that's kind of what they do. It it just feels mad, doesn't it? That it was only this summer that we all had that sort of that that horrible moment of watching 
watching what watching happened to him. Watching far too fucking much of it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and it was horrible. It was it it was harrowing to watch, and to think that he's now back in the Premier League is is insane. And I just I do genuinely there's a sort of feel good story there that I'm I'm going to be rooting for him definitely. Yeah, a hundred percent, hundred percent. Speaking of feel good stories that we're all about rooting for. Uh, you're welcome, Oscar, for that segue. Burnley, no. <laughs> Come on, Burnley. Um, Chris Wood gone for 25 million. Sign a uh, uh, an anti-vaxer for <laughs> an anti-vax giant. Yeah. yeah. Uh, apparently, the only reason they got him cheap is because no one else would sign him because of the risk of isolation rules. So there you go, Walt Weghurst, uh, six foot six behemoth. <laughs> Time will tell, I guess, on Burnley. Um, two nil nils. They are what they are, aren't they? Let's face it. <laughs> well, they are what they are. Yeah, I think I think they should maybe get a slight bit of credit for. You know, Wood was absolutely poached from them in in the, one of the more cynical transfer moves Absolute I've ever seen. Snakes. Absolute <laughs> fucking snakes! I uh, God, Burnley going above them on the last day of the season to relegate them. Oh, so thrilling. Mm. <laughs> Give me more in the belly. But, but then they went and got a genuine absolute like-for-like like replacement so they don't have to change their system or anything. Yeah. So better stats. It, it, every, you know. every category, better stats. Um, Is that right? Yeah, okay. yeah. A couple of years younger and uh, yeah. a bit taller, which works for Sean Dice, I guess. <laughs> I don't hate it. I don't. I mean, I hate his anti-vax studs, but I don't hate it generally. So yeah, no. Okay, unless he gives them all COVID and then they get relegated. Mm. Yeah. Who's next? Yeah. Um, Spurs, I guess. I guess Spurs. Um, Spurs. Spurs. Yeah, can't claim to know a lot about their signings. Uh, no. Ben Tancur was good for. Oh, I'm gonna say Uruguay a few years ago in the World Cup. Um, fucking get in Uruguay. Um, <laughs> leave that in. That was genuine. The Google um, a good few years ago, but one of those ones that Juventus with all their monies when they went crazy with all of their signings and didn't really achieve much. And it kind of similar with Kulusevski, as far as I'm aware. So Benton Kerr in the midfield. A bit of a sale at the minute, aren't they? Yeah, Kulusevski's. Um, uh, Again, meant to be a bit of a wonder kid. Uh, always gets bought by Chelsea straight away in my football manager signing. So um, you know, make of that, <laughs> make of that what you will as a as a, a analog for for real life. Um, but you know, in classic Conte form, he's already said he can play wing back. So, right, oh yeah, you know. okay, why not? Um, and I think I think the main thing here is the kind of clearing of the decks question mark. You know, we've spoken before about Ali going, but. Tongi and Dombele, Brian Hill and uh, Los Celso all out on loan. Mm. Uh, after they've, you know, they've been there like one and two seasons, I think, and combined was close to a hundred or just over a hundred million in transfer fees. Gone. Doesn't matter. They've obviously not impressed Conte, so off you go. Do you think this is a sign then that they are starting to listen to Conte and he's going to be back to his stuff? I think he is someone who demands to be listened to, possibly mm-hmm. even more than your Jose's in that. I think I think he comes with a a level of clout, but yeah, but Levy does does what he wants. Um, I I think Conte should be backed. I think that it, he was a he was a great signing for Tottenham. Uh, yeah, above, you know, above their level at the time, and Conte I think has still got some problems uh, squad wise because. Tottenham didn't do 
massive bits this window. As you say, it's more clearing out than bringing in. Uh, Conte's apparently reportedly really not happy with the right-back situation, um, which is interesting because, I mean, they only bought... They only bought in that in that position uh, over the summer. So, yeah. but you know, I mean, and maybe linked, a striker. They were linked with about a billion players, um, yeah. and all of yeah. them kept falling through slash going to other teams. Um, Darmatore is but one. I mean, I can't remember now. It's it's, it's quite a while now. We're we're removed from deadline day, and that door is now fully slammed shut. So, unfortunately, it cannot now be opened. It's been painted shut. Um, but yeah, you 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 need to back him because otherwise, what's the point? Yeah, and he—I don't think he'll put up with it if he's not backed over over summer. He'll go. I—I I have no idea what will happen with Kane over over summer. If oh he God, we'll get that again, won't we? Yeah, oh, we will. Um, and if he doesn't pull his—I mean, there, there's been some green shoots with Kane, definitely. But if he doesn't seriously pull his finger out, they will get way less than they would have um, last year. You know, whereas if if they do get rid of Kane for silly money, at least they can use that to to rebuild. And I think. Conte is the sort of manager you have to back. You cannot, you cannot not give him the tools for the job, and then mutual consent sack him or whatever a year mm-hmm. from now. That would just be such a missed opportunity for Tottenham, where we are get we are left with you know not just this season but you know a, a fourth place Champions League race. That there 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 will be a club that does not want to leave that door open any longer like I don't know whether Man United will invest heavily or whatever but someone's going to want to shut that door and, and claim that fourth spot for themselves and if you back top, if you back Conte it, that club could be Tottenham 100% he's improved them massively since coming in we've yeah. said it before we don't have the stats he's so but like, good they're deserving of being higher up the table now which which you weren't saying under Nuno whatsoever and it's no. you know it is quite impressive how quickly he's, he has turned them around um, and that you know, but we've said it before with Spurs that we've been in this situation. It feels like now under Mourinho, fair enough, because at this point, who knows what you're going to get? Well, no, you sorry, you know exactly what you're going to get, and it's not going to be that productive. <laughs> Conte, you know, you're going to burn bright and burn fast, but you you know, hold on, and, and he'll take you places. They're the, they're the fourth by xG differential per ninety. They're fourth in the so league. So much better under this year. So much and, and I mean, they're they're in seventh right now. They're on 36 points, um, but they've got four games in hand on Chelsea, and Chelsea are on 47. So 11, Chelsea are 11 points ahead of them right now. Tottenham win all their games in hand. Sorry, Oscar, well, but blimey, they're ahead they of go, Chelsea. Yeah. It's not beyond the realms of possibility, is it? No, that fourth place at the minute, I would say, is theirs. I mean, I can't be bothered to keep changing tabs for 538, but they, but they must be up there, we've said before. Um, go on, then. Right, we've put it off for as long as possible. Um, the richest club in the world. Kieran Trippier, Chris Wood, Bruno Guimaraes, Matt Target, and Dan Byrne. Dan Byrne. Whoa. What a Lighting start fires. to the era of the Saudis. Um, look, Bruno Guimaraes, granted by all the stats, I'm not going to pretend that I know a load about him and knew a load about him before, but like you look at his stats and he is a great central midfielder. Box to box, not necessarily the most creative, but will retain the ball, decent enough passing, and will be able to kind of keep possession. Um, Dan Byrne is tall. Um, <laughs> Matt, he is, isn't he? Matt Target, he is 
you know, wasn't playing for Villa, but you know, the key here is they they bring in a right back, they bring in a left back, they bring in a tall man, a tall man, um, and and see what happens. So, you know, is the Eddie Howe revolution going to be crosses in the box? Uh, is he going to learn from Arsenal? I don't know. They are still sixty-seven. I've got this one in my head because I've checked. They are still sixty-seven percent to go down. Okay, um, on the now, that's interesting because. Numbers. You know, I was reading a lot of, you know, you get a lot of transfer window roundups pretty much on, on what, the day after the, the window slammed shut. And, um, Slams! And um, the the discourse of nearly all journalists, I don't think I saw a dissenting voice really, was that Newcastle have done enough this window to stay up. No. That doesn't, that, I don't take that for granted as a thing at all, that they've done enough. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to buy into it. Um, as much as you know, I may be a bit biased, and I just mostly because I I don't want them there, and I and I also <laughs> think it would be funny if they went down. Um, Norwich have got more points than them, and they still look more cohesive now under Dean Smith than Newcastle do. They've had a couple of decent wins um, together and an FA Cup win to get through. You know, Palace play them next. And I really we need to win um, tomorrow or Wednesday, whenever it is. Um, Watford or Watford, um, who cares? But Newcastle play all those teams down there, and if they can get some points against them, Burnley have still got a load of games in hand. Everton should pick up at least more than they perform better than they were performing. So, no, I still don't have any faith in Eddie Howe as a manager whatsoever. I don't see anything yeah. ever. I never saw it at Bournemouth. You know, they they went well, and then once they spent a load of money, it fucked it instantly. Um, so I, I don't, you know, I don't rate it. They, they probably got some good players in there, sure, but and they, and they, who knows if they lose them if they do get relegated. But I just, I just don't mm. really buy it, to be honest. That everyone's going to have to hit the ground running immediately, quick for I mean, them yeah. to have any chance at all. Hundred um, percent. And that, how how often does that happen? I, I you know, it's, well, especially with a coach like Eddie Howe, who I think is. Who's still getting his feet Vibes under the table a lot of the as well? Time, but yeah, and, ima- and imagine the pressure you're under. He he must feel like yeah. literally is responsible for the richest club in the world and what's happening on paper. And then you look at like the next fixtures. Okay, so they've got Everton, who maybe they get a new manager bounce again under Lampard. That's tomorrow. They've got Villa. They're not better than Villa. They've got West Ham. They're not better than West Ham, but they're not in the best time at the minute. Brentford, I think, will be better organised against them and make it a good game. Brighton, the same. They've then got Chelsea. One, two, three, four, five, six. That's their next six games. Yeah. They'll probably get... Maybe they'll get a win and maybe a draw out of that. Four points max, I think, out of the next six games. That isn't going to shift the percentage, is it? No, it's not. If you're (laughs) earning 0.75 of a point a game Mm. for the next however many that is, 14, 16, another 12 points, I think, they're getting if they average that per game. Maths. So what's that putting them on? Twenty-seven points. No, I don't yeah. think I don't think they stay up with twenty-seven points. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Well, there you go. Newcastle slammed. 
slammed shut like the fucking door. Um, <laughs> well, then that's it. That's a bit of a the transfer roundup from us. Uh, let's take an eye, one eye on the future, one eye on the past, one eye on the future. Um, FPL is a thing. Uh, no, it's not. Okay. Um, <laughs> you're a liar. You're a filthy rod. Liar is not a thing. 17 points you got this week, weren't it? 17? Oh, career high. 17? Um, I had 14 yeah, I... on my bench. So, uh, you know. <laughs> oh, my God. That's embarrassing for me. Right, okay. <laughs> as well as bad bad play uh, um I, I, how many did i have on my bench uh 13, four I, players oh god i had i had 17 on your 17 bench po- I had on my bench yeah oh oh good lord well, then. um okay that's awful so yeah i took i took an eight point hit and managed to uh secure 17 points um so that was good that's good what's your rank now what's your uh rank overall rank is 263k god does it go down that low Oh, I didn't realise it went down shut, that far. Shut your face, there's fucking 9 million players. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're oh, doing well, though, 40, aren't you, mate? Yeah, mate, 40,000. <laughs> 40,000 after a 35-point game week. Thank you very much. We'll have that. Yes. That's no insane. idea. Uh, the only reason for this section, just in case you were aware, is just for me to get that in. Um, I have no advice, nothing. <laughs> the next game week starts tomorrow. Um, there's double game weeks coming up. Sure, make plans. Don't make plans. Who knows? Play your way. Um, have it your way Burger King anyway we're recording on Monday the 7th of February Uh, like I said before game week 24 starts tomorrow with game week 25 on Saturday but we have got Newcastle Everton West Ham Watford Burnley Manchester United tomorrow Uh, on Wednesday we've got Man City Brentford Norwich against Palace Spurs Southampton and Aston Villa against Leeds Thursday, 10th of February, Liverpool against Leicester, the Landlord Derby, Wolves against (laughs) Arsenal. Uh, For those that don't know, I think it's still true that Brendan Rodgers is Jurgen Klopp's landlord. Um, Are there anything, I mean, I know we've we've slated Newcastle, uh, I I have, you've you've been, you know, an accomplice. No, no, I'm I'm, I'm with the slating, I'm perfectly perfectly happy to get behind that, don't I? Good man. Uh, Do you think they get anything against Everton? What do you think? Do you think Lamps gets a bit of a bounce? Everton will, I think Everton will have enough of a bounce about them. Mm-hmm. I think they'll be, they'll be, you know, the FA Cup and the vibes. They'll be buzzing off of the Brentford result, and um, yeah, I think I think Everton should dispatch Newcastle. I I I, I don't think their new signings are going to just click immediately. I don't I don't think that's possible. So no, I don't see how it is. I mean. It- Gimerez, he was off in the, you know, playing in. I think it was World Cup qualifiers they were doing, right, um, in South America in the last couple of weeks. Um, so yeah, and he's obviously the best player uh, that, that they brought in, but that will that will take time. And you know, but they're not going to build the team around Shelby. <laughs> well, that's devastating for all concerned. You know, that is the main thing. Um, <laughs> otherwise, I mean, are there any other? There's no real. Villa Leeds seem- might be a good game. Villa Leeds um, could be interesting. I'd, I'd like to see Leeds make a bit more of a game of it. They've they've started scoring a few more goals recently, um, but they yeah. But then, well, no, sorry, I say that I completely forgot. They beat West Ham three nil, then they lost to Newcastle one nil. Oh yeah, they scrotes, did. Scrotes, the absolute scrotes. Fucking Newcastle enablers. Ah, oh, they really are. If if Newcastle stay up this season, it's all Bielsa's fault. And he should hang yeah. his head in shame. Um, Norwich Palace for me is an, just is just an absolute must win. That's it. Um, yeah. it, it three, be a problem. Three points is all, all that's acceptable at Carrow Road. Um, so let's get that sorted. We pretty much as well have a full squad with no injuries. Touchwood, 
every single well, player. I mean, the only players we've got out was Kuyate for AFCON, Zaha yeah. who came back from AFCON, and then Tompkins and MacArthur who are roughly, according to Ben Dinnery, due back on Wednesday, potentially, or, or available, which would just be fucking lovely. Lovely. People overlooking Palace players in FPL, then Norwich, Brentford, then a double Burnley Wolves. I mean, that's Oh, is that what we've me. got? Hang on. Ooh, that's... Uh, yeah, you could. Norwich, Brentford. I mean, we've got Chelsea. Chelsea, who are at the minute in the Middle East uh, at the Club World Cup and will be until a couple of days before. They've also got Lille uh, in the Champions League coming up. Um, I, I said it before, I think it's the best time Palace could have to play Chelsea. Yeah, uh, probably a right. Lot, yeah. A lot obviously has to go right. You know, you look at Palace-Liverpool, that we absolutely outplayed them, but, you know, it, it, it wasn't to be. Um, but I think in that situation, that's kind of as good as you're going to get a chance. And, and, and Chelsea haven't been great uh recently so i'm hoping for the first time in the history of us doing <laughs> this fucking podcast get one over on Oscar. oh just please please i need it um especially off the back of a w derby and then you know we've got uh fixtures at the weekend but ladies and gents i think that about wraps us up for this week let's call it a day yeah. call it a day marvin lee a day meatloaf he sadly passed away in the last few weeks uh say goodbye <laughs> mr ian stimpson uh, i would do anything no i'm not gonna do that no uh bye <laughs> he wouldn't do that and thank you very much to our producers shit i've lost the list uh jeff johnny <laughs> Andy Pembrace with Sutton, Nate Whitham, uh, Mark Daffin, and Sam Dunby. Yay! Bye!